0: Well good morning everybody this is Mark Tackett again here in Santo Texas at First Baptist Church and this is my good friend Louis Lou that I met I was thinking this morning about maybe 10 years ago and uh, I remember when the first time I met Louie we had something in common we were both uh, believers in Jesus and uh, Louis was open then to share his testimony with me back First time I met him, and uh, so I've always uh, enjoyed visiting with Louis and was comfortable around him. and And uh, I invited him out as a guest, and I, I knew his—I know his heart, so I knew he would be comfortable in coming out. And I, I thank you for being here. Well, it's
1: such an honor and a
0: pleasure to be with you, and thank you so much for inviting me to be your guest. Well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture first this morning, and that way when we lead in. uh, uh, But before I do, Louis, uh, share a little bit about your family.
1: My name is Louis Lu. Uh, I was raised, uh, uh, actually born and raised in the city uh, in the central part of China, become famous now. The city's name is Wuhan. And uh, you probably, a lot of them, had heard about that city. but don't, don't get him very nervous. I have been in this country for 35, this 36 <laughs> years. So uh, last time I was in China is about a year ago before COVID break out. Uh, anyway, my parents are still living in China. My sisters and got lots of friends, cousins, uncles. Uh, so it's a, uh, it's a great city. Uh, I want you to pray for the people of Wuhan. They already have stru- struggle and suffered quite a bit in the COVID uh crisis last year I personally lost two cousins uh um uh because of COVID so and uh just uh uh so glad to be here share with you and uh I come to this country uh in 1985 as a as a student come here went to school Rapid city south dakota I went to the south dakota school of mine and technology as a graduate student and come here uh, seeking American dream really uh, falling in love in America and uh, Be able to stay here and I'm one of the dreams is to become a US citizen. Uh, just uh, My dream has come true. I'm a very proud of a US citizen a great Just uh, love America the land of the uh, free and the home of brave uh, so uh, that's uh, my background and uh, I have married a beautiful Christian lady from Taiwan. She's from Taiwan, uh, May Fong. we be married for so about, this will be our 24 years, and God bless us with two beautiful daughters, Rebecca and Esther. Uh, they are 19 and uh, and uh, 18. Uh, very proud of them. Uh, anyway, I have low Mark over the years. Just appreciate him, his testimony, uh, uh, his just the way he carried himself in the marketplace, uh, you represent Christ well. Uh, to mm-hmm. also have watched your Sunday school uh, lessons uh, online, um, I can't believe I'm here <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> to be part of the Sunday school lessons.
0: Well, um, today as far as scripture, we're going we're gonna to go to Luke chapter 19, and it's the story of Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus was a tax collector just a little bit of background, Zacchaeus uh, was a dreaded tax collector. In those days, uh, the tax collectors were uh, were Jews, but they worked for the Roman government, and the way they became uh, wealthy was by taking more than what they should have, and so they were not popular with the, with the people, uh, the general public, just like, Maybe the IRS is not popular with us. If you get a letter from the IRS and they're going to come and audit your taxes, it might leave you with a bad taste in your mouth when it's all over. But in Luke chapter 19, is a story about Zacchaeus. I'm going to read it right quick. And it says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. Okay, just stopping right there, meaning that he was the chief tax collector and he was wealthy meant that he was the head tax collector and that he had done very well by uh, taking more money than what what should be in taxes. And it says he wanted to see who Jesus was. And the Bible says, but he was short and he was a short man and he could not because of the crowd so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore uh fig tree uh to see him since Jesus was coming that way when Jesus reached the spot he looked up and said to him Zacchaeus come down immediately I must stay at your house today now that's interesting that uh Jesus knew who he was and uh uh Zacchaeus didn't know Jesus he had just heard of him and wanted to see who he was so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly all the people saw this and became and began to mutter he is going to be the guest of a sinner okay uh, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord look Lord uh here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because this man is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save who is lost. Uh, and I'll have to tell you, before Louis got here today, he had no idea that what scripture I was going to talk about. And I I think it's good because it it allows us the opportunity to to say what Scripture actually says to us. And, Louis, what does the story of Zacchaeus speak to you?
1: Well, first, uh, uh, look at Zacchaeus. uh, He was looking. He was looking for the Savior. uh, And he was looking uh, to see, you know, uh, when the Lord is coming. So, you know, he's kind of short. You know, (laughs) it's not a... As a big guy, and uh, so he got under the tree uh, that I think the and, uh, the Bible says some of, of the God Jesus come to seek and to save those who are lost. He actually is seeking for us, but we have to have an attitude of seeking the Lord. I come to this country seeking for freedom, uh, seeking for American dream, and but what I found is emptiness, what I found the dissolution, what I found is. Disappointment because uh, only Christ can give us life, only Christ can give me that purpose of living. Uh, I was talking, one of my kids yesterday was just thinking about, say, I want to just ask you two questions, ask you think about that, you know, first is what is the purpose of your living? That's asking myself why I'm here, you know, and the second is what I'm grateful uh, about uh, what you grateful about. Uh, apart from gratitude, there's no happiness. So I came to this country seeking for freedom, seeking for American dream, uh, but I found Jesus is the only way to fear that emptiness in my heart. You know, God, give, each of us, we have, a, God shake those emptiness in our heart. So, Brother Zacchaeus, first things, he was have such a seeking the lord when he's found you know calling him and uh, when he's near the scripture says second he comes with a repentant heart he say i'm sorry i uh <laughs> i'm taking advantage of peoples you know uh it could be widows it could be all kind of peoples you know he just you know this is a kind of attitude uh i need to come before the lord you know even i've been questioned for it's been, you know, I was baptized in 1991, so it's been 30 years, really. Um, each day, uh, Christian journey is a daily, uh, take you know, his cross and follow me. So he has such a repentant heart. Uh, you look at uh, how to become Christian, people ask about first is, you know, say, admit I'm a sinner, you know, and I believe Christ can save me. And then I confess with my mouth, Jesus is the Lord, and I believe in our heart, scripture says, God raised him from death. We will be saved, it's pretty simple. I think all come to, this is what I've told my, told my kids over the years, it can't be smart cookie if we have a crummy attitude. It's all come to the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he has such a great attitude. He said, come on, you know, usually when you're sure you kind of self-conscious, he say, oh man, I'm not a, you know, I remember I was one time Met with some of the Dallas Maverick prayer. Oh, I remember I met Sam Perkins at the, at the at DFW. Airport. This guy was, you know, gigantic, I'm, I'm, you know. But see, God love you. God love me. God loved Zacchaeus. That has not changed. Jesus come to seek us. So his attitude make all the difference. Of what? He's seeking the Lord. He repented his sins. And he invited Christ to come to his home. I'm sure he come to his heart. So he, whoever called the name of the Lord shall be saved.
0: Well, that is good. Now, I want to remind you, Louie had no idea what scriptures I was even going to go over. So, <laughs> you know, it's uh, uh, one of the things impressed Louie about me the first time I met him was that he was open about who he was. Uh, Louie was actually pursuing me to possibly uh, lease a space uh, in Weatherford for our, for our pharmacy. And uh, you know, we we never have uh, we didn't come to terms, not terms, but uh, it didn't work out at the time to, to lease. But but the very first time I met Louis, he was open about sharing his testimony about who who he is in Christ. And that always impressed me. Uh, Lou, why do you think it's important that we share our testimony and that we're transparent about who we are?
1: Well, uh, first, is a great commission, you know. Go make disciples of all nations. You know, go means we got to go and tell people. Uh, that's every Christian. The Lord gave us that responsibility. That's command. That's come the Bible says you walk with the shoes of gospel. That means everywhere you go. Uh, one thing I appreciate you, Mark, is... You're in the marketplace you deal with customers every day all kind of uh, questions that come to you and uh, you know someone say you share gospel all the time if necessary you know use the word and we're here really every time uh so why is it important because that's that's who we are you know uh if i know the good chinese restaurant i immediately tell people go check that food out the bible say taste and see the lord is good so we gotta go those place.
0: That's <laughs> right. Really
1: and good. and uh, I you know, uh, when I have a business meeting, I lunch together, I usually I say, gentlemen, you know, ladies if you don't mind, I'm a Christian, can I just voice up order, or play and blessing? Not even one time people say, No, we can't do that. See, we somehow box ourselves in, we can't share our face. This is a. Land of free, home of brave, right? This is America, you know. In order for the evil to succeed, it's good for good men to do nothing. Somehow we retreat, we buy into the culture. It's very sad for Christians to kind of say, well, kind of say, you, gotta, you, you have religious freedom in your share, you know, in the compound of your church, you don't go outside. I think we've got to go to the street. <laughs> You've got to shout loud, you know, uh, because people need the Lord. That's the bottom line, you know, all the social program, all the program, all the, you know, uh, so-called, you know, government program will not save you, you know, only Christ can save you. We are in the mighty struggle in this country for the future of our country. I'm, I'm very proud to be your citizen, you know, so then I love China. That's my homeland, you know, but this is my adopted country. I think the only solution to save America is people come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, repent of their sins. And we got, this is Christian nation, the country is built on the Biblical principles. You think about separation of power, all of that. Why? Why separation of power? Because we cannot have this country's future and faith put on one hand of a simple man. Whoever, I don't care who's the president. You know, because the simple man cannot carry that responsibility. So our founding father know from scripture is dangerous to mm-hmm. have all power concentrated on one individual. So we have separate power. Still, you know, we have a problem because we are a broken, simple society. And that's the only way is can on public account not solve externally, has to solve within. That's. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. that's you know, the Bible teaches: If my people, who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seeking my face, I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sins, will hear their name. And our country, this is a great country. I just sad for me to see this country is so far driven away from God. You know. And I come to this country when Ronald Reagan is, is Ronald Reagan is in the White House. That's, seems like good old days, you know? Right. You know, see the president like that and uh, carry himself with dignity, with uh, integrity, and uh, faith in God. You know, we gotta get back to, in God we trust. That's why, that's, is that in our currency? In God mm-hmm. we trust, you know? Mm-hmm. How do you gotta know God? It's the only way. It's with Jesus Christ,
0: mm-hmm.
1: God's only son. He love you, and he love you. He love me.
0: Louis, uh, would you mind kind of going back and talking about how you came to know Jesus personally?
1: Well, this is pretty fascinating. I'm. Uh, I was raised you know, by wonderful parents in China, mom, dad. We, you know, we are very poor, but we didn't know her poor. You know, we live in a socialist country. I didn't. I never have a bike. Uh, we just live in the you know government housing and we don't don't own anything because government owns everything we go to public school so I have no idea what's going on you know my parents deeply loving mom and dad i just love them so much they are the 80s in China and they're in you know poor health I appreciate your prayer for them uh, just spoke with mom mom dad yesterday one of her parents but i didn't know didn't know the lord you know uh, we because in china we don't you know, I've never been to church because we're taught in the communist doctrine, the socialism, that means government will take care of you. <laughs> the big brother is watching, they will take care of you. Anyway, I, just a young man, I was very ambitious as, you know, I said, well, i want to see what's going on in America, you know. I still remember I was in uh, sixth grade, eighth grade, President Nixon come to China. I said, wow, well, our teacher said, even the head of the evil empire, United States, they come to our country, pay a visit to us. You know, they are tiger, paper tigers. they, you know, we're gonna be take over, you know, the entire world. <laughs> I have no idea I was 12 years old. I said, okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I have an opportunity to come to this country as a, as a graduate student, I was very blessed. Come to this country with $40 in my pocket. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Just come and uh, I look at the border crisis. I see so many children come unaccompanied. Imagine that the parents basically pay for those, you know, dealers, coyotes. Say you take my kids to USA. You say, well, why? Why do they do that? Because they're desperate. You know, there might be a civil war. They might be. You know poverty, and because people have no hope. That's I was in China. I feel oh, this is we have no hope here with you know socialist country. You know someone says socialism is the equal share of misery. That's what we are. You know equal share we i no hope. <laughs> anyway, come to this country, and because uh, you know there's a man of freedom. Uh, like I said, I'm seeking American dream. I really want to be successful in this country. I've done it. You know where I'm going, you know, I have no directions. I've, so I come to Texas, I, was, uh, I, I received my master's degree in physics. People say, wow, master's degree in physics. Yes, master's degree in physics. The Lord has given me a good mind, really. I've studied very hard and uh, graduate with honor. I have a, a, actually 3.9 GPA when, when I graduate from <laughs> graduate school. Anyway, uh, people call smart, but it's just hard work. And uh, God has blessed me so much. Anyway, we, I come to Texas in 1991. Uh, you heard the old saying, go west, young man. Yeah. You know, forward is where the west began. So I did not know a soul. I just come to Texas. I got out of my car, drive three days. You know, actually I was in the East Coast. And uh, so I come to Texas. That was one of the best decisions I ever made because I think the Lord guided me here. I was leaving in an apartment by the Birchman Baptist Church. This is SBC Church. Uh, the pastor at the time is Miles Sibong. He was a very just got a great heart for the Lord. He's a true soul winner. Uh, one day I was walking to the church. He said, Young man, where you come from? I said, I'm from China. I'm here just looking for friends, you know, and uh, fun. He said, Well, I'm gonna come to see you. You know. Look at this scripture here. It's like here, you know, the Lord said, like, I'm coming to your house. How do you feel if Jesus said, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> so uh, I said, well, he come to see me. I said, where do you live? I said, two block away in an apartment. So he come to me, shared with me. He said, Louie, I want to talk to you about the gospel and share the gospel with me. He said, no, you, have you, considered, you know, to become a Christian. I said, oh no, I don't think I, I I don't think I'm good enough to become a Christian. I'm a, you know, I'm, you know, you guys have everything together. People dress nicely. I don't belong there. I'm i uh, I'm foreigner. I don't, I don't speak your language. <laughs> you know, I'm a, uh, i am look differently. And uh, but the said, you understand, Jesus love you. You know, and uh, nobody is good enough to be accepted by the Lord. You so know, you're not. A, you have. You don't have to be clean when you come to the cleaner. Jesus will clean you. You know, he share I do remember efficiency. Chapter 2 is by grace you're saved through faith. It's not by work, it's only by the faith in Christ. So no one can boast. So, and the first time I realized it's not by good work, because in our culture, in our Chinese culture, in our Oriental culture, uh, it's all work based salvation. I mean, so you have to earn your way to heaven. Imagine that. That's pretty miserable because you could lose your heart. salvation in a minute because you fail, you know? So so I'm sure with you, standing here, share my testimony with you. It's not about me. It's about his grace, share me, uh, save me. So I come to uh, but my house. I say, well, tomorrow I'm gonna preach. You come to the church and on uh, an on service, I say, you come to the church, you might give auto call. Come in front, make it public. Sure, you can do that? Yeah, sure. I say, well, I'm... Um, so, so on Sunday morning, he gave a call. Say, you know, anyone who want to come to know, put your life, your future, your salvation in the hand of Jesus, you come, come forward. So I walked there, and And uh, I think in one, two weeks, I was baptized. Did I understand all the Bible, what it says? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Did I understand how all the theology, you know theology in places? Absolutely not. I just i want to say, someone say, I only know two things. I'm a great sinner and Christ is a great
0: savior. And how did your life change, Louis?
1: Well, uh, this is a very, uh, very interesting. Uh, what really happened is uh, after I become a Christian, uh, the Bible says if, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. So we have a new identity. But that identity is not going to come at one day. You know, When I walk out of church, I'm still saying Louis Lord, But I sense the Lord start something deep in me. The Chinese Bible says the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. So I took that simple step, you can do that too. Simply invite Christ, tell me how, come change me. So what happened is, that's, that's the second part of the great disciples, so beautiful here, is go make disciple of our nation. In our church, we have Godly men, they invest in my life. They make disciples, they come to me, and first is my pastor. You know, he preach in the morning, also Sunday morning, Sunday evening. Sunday evening is more like, uh, Charles Spurgeon's fireside chair, he preaching very casually. I mean, you know, right down the from the Bible. Mm-hmm. I George's just, uh, I was, when church, church door is open, I'm, I'm in the church. That's Zacchaeus attitude. He was looking, he was seeking. And I think the Lord blessed me most because uh, I have a teachable spirit. The Lord gave me seeking heart. Blessed is he who are hunger and thirst for righteousness. that shall not be filled. So I have such hunger for truth. I'm not interested in religion. <laughs> I'm really even, at that time, not in, interested in any Christianity, anything. I'm just interested interest in truth. What is the truth? I want to know, you know. I believe this is the truth, you know. Flower faith, you know, grass wither, but the word of God stand forever. So I just love God's words. I believe that God's word has a life-changing power has changed me. I'm a different man, <laughs> you know, completely different man. I come here very insecure and uh, very fear, I mean, uh, you know, I don't belong here. You know, you, you struggle with identities, but I found true if identity in Christ, you know. the moment I, I was starting my business, starting sales. Every morning I have to make a couple of cold phone call. I was wondering on the side of the phone, when people heard this guy speak such a broken English, try tried to sell me something. What are you, <laughs> who is this guy, you know? Uh-huh. But good news is Jesus knows me. So I'm pretty secure because I know, I know, I know he loves me. He loves you too. You know, we're all looking for that identity, being secure in him. So that's, by the mouth, with I don't know how many lunches I have, gardening men like, you know, the Larry Render from our church, and uh, I have a couple of really godly men, and my good friend Tom Hagerman, uh, they're godly men, they put their life in my life, uh, I love to spend time with them, just, they are just, you know, Mark is one of those men, and you can tell, you he's, he's, he's the man of God, you know, and uh, I just, I'll, I'll call them and say, can I have lunch with you, I want to you know, spend time with you, pick your brain a little bit. Right now, I've been coaching so many years. I have a couple of young men I mentor. The couple of young men I discipleship, I want to take those young men out. Just, you know, not have a super smart guy. I am just want to be available. The Lord can use me to, you know, mentor to the young people's life and change their life. And that's uh, that's how the the Lord commands us to make disciples all nations from generation to generation uh, so first the word of God has a power to change your life, and then that word has to be taught. I think what really missing that people say, why, my, why the, my life has not changed because the word of God has not been taught. That's why I appreciate Mark because he come here to teach the word of God. He opened the word of God. You can see the word of God, you know. If we have attitude of Zacchaeus, hey, come on, Jesus come to my home, you know, and they said, oh, I really messed up. I got a, you know, I, my conscience is not clear. I, I really, you know, talk about IRS. This year, for the first time for 30 years in my business, and uh, I got out of the IRS. So we got an agent. <laughs> I pray for him, trust him, and uh, he has to look at all the books. You know, there's something. Some of things are missing. Some of, uh, you know, it's a pretty humbling experience. You know. So anyway, uh, I want to feel the little blank. People wonder, what do you do for a living? You know, you, you are talking. You know, seems like a pretty so self- you, you talk like a self- insurance salesman. <laughs> 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 well, this is what I do. Uh, after I become a Christian, I want to Lord. What do you want me to do? I gotta, I gotta pay the bills here. You know.
0: And you gotta, got a master's in physics. Yeah, I got
1: a master in physics. The only things I can do is teach the school. So I was actually signed up a substitute teacher at the forward school district. And I remember five o'clock in the morning, alarm, uh, they call me and say, Mr. Wu, you wanna come to you know, what high school to do a substitute? And I said, I have no idea. I don't have a textbook. I don't know what I'm gonna teach you. What am I supposed to do? I said, that's your business. <laughs> I said, oh, maybe that's a teaching. Maybe that's not my call. And uh, so I say, "Well, wow, I'm coming from China. There's so many things made in China. So I started importing uh, in business import many custom-made parts. Right now um, our major part is the automobile AC part because a lot of parts set at AutoZone, set out, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a different after my people try to fix the car. Anyway, I import have specialty products and the Lord has blessed our business. So I've been busy for 30 years. Uh, the Lord has blessed. We, you know, we really have uh, uh, has been doing very well and pay the bill and feed the family. And uh, so it's, uh, I'm very blessed to be. Uh, we, this, we got a great free enterprise system. I often say it's, it's very difficult to fail in this country. <laughs> if you just work hard, or if you just show up at work, you're gonna, you're gonna be doing great. Because these days like my employees. I'm, I'm an employer. It's hard to find a good employee, you know, because people even, they don't either don't show up, they make excuses, you know. But I think it's it's just hard work and uh, faith in God and uh, and the Lord has blessed us with great opportunity. This is a great country. We have a great great free enterprise system Mm -hmm. here. And uh, anyway, um, I am here standing here like apostle says, I am who I am by the grace of God. So I'm standing here just to tell you uh, the word of God can change your life has changed my life, will continue. And the scripture say, he who began good work in you will carry to completion. I firmly believe that, you know. Grace has took me this far. Grace will lead me home.
0: Right. Well, Louis, we're, um one last area I want to hit on is, you know, Jesus said he's coming back someday. Do you believe that? Absolutely.
1: That is, that is our only hope. I don't think there's any other way. We, uh, you know, we tried all human, human wisdom, all to try to figure out socialism and communism, communism and uh, capitalism. All those. Uh, remember the the democracy we have. Oh, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no perfect system in this world, because unity was hard issue. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what the Bible said, I believe it. That settles. And uh, either he come back, get us, or we're going to, you know. I was listening to this song. Uh, this song, this, this world is not a home. Mm-hmm. We're just passed through here. So do not be discouraged. And uh, the Bible said, do not, be, do not fear or fear not, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, because I'm your God. I will strengthen you, and uh, I will help you. I will lead you with my right righteous hand. So God is for you. And I'm totally optimistic because this is a this is a great time to live, because the darkness get the light of a Christian testimony will shine. You know, people you everywhere you go, you know, people live in fear. Oh, we got you know, covers we got all kind of issues and the people are living anxious. The Bible said do not be fear and do not be dismayed. Those are all two issues. I think how to do that? fix eye on Christ That's the only way to live our life right now. I think our church is our mission as a Christian to be a in and a light on this world, to reach out, you know, to... Another thing about this scripture is like here is we have, uh, uh, we have, I don't know, somehow we try to, you know, put a boxes uh, on what kind of people is Christian, or, you know, just realize everywhere, everywhere you go, people need help. They need encouragement, they need hope, you know, uh, they need, you know, to see there's a future hope. I mean, we are, as Christians, we are really the dealer of hope. And with that hope is in Christ, you know? So it's, uh, it's a great time to share the gospel, and uh, it's a great time to leave and uh, our country, this is my country, adopted country, we'll go through a lot of turmoils, you know? But do not be fear, and do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed, because God is in control. And uh, we are here for the good right. It's been a great journey in America. I am just so blessed every day, walk with the Lord. And uh, because I have been living in the socialist country for 27 years, I know it was miserable. It was horrible sometimes because you have human, you know, government, so be it, control everything. Now I'm living in America, we have freedom struggling, mighty struggle with which, which direction we're going you know it's not about the, whatever the socialist economy is it's about the freedom just very simple common sense you know if we <clears throat> uh, not only economically but spiritually you know we got to fight for our freedom it's not going to be you know it's not going to be everything give us for free and uh, we, I think uh, as a question uh, you we have to have uh, uh the, the warrior's attitude is defend the scripture defend our faith you know defend your freedom and ultimately trust the lord you know live life <coughs> to glorify him <coughs> excuse me
0: well louis that's that is interesting uh i find it interesting uh. that also you said that when you came to the united states you, to uh, the land of the free and then also to live the american dream and you found emptiness there without christ and so uh, the true so what i'm getting out of everything you said is that the uh what has brought fulfillment in your life and filled this hole that's inside is coming to know jesus christ and uh that's uh that's really good i really appreciate your testimony and uh in being here today uh, do you have a favorite scripture
1: Well, um, um, I got uh, quite a few, but uh, (laughs) every day I have a different favorite scripture. Um, Let's see, what uh, I was, like I just quoted to you, you know, uh, do not, fear not, for I am with you. Mm -hmm. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will help you, I will strengthen you, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You know, uh, another scripture I think is in Hebrew 12.4, I think is keep your life free from love of money. Be content with what you have, because God say, I will never leave you. I will will never forsake you. So you mentioned about all the success on American dream. The reason the dream itself is so empty is because the man does not live on the bread alone, but every and every word from God. In other words, the material blessing, material success will not feel empty heart. I found that so many people they you know we, they have a mentality, they get all they can and they see them they can. you think they they're, they're happy? You know, happy is a very floating thing, you know. It's the only happiness is it's all it's inside job. So I'm if somebody watching is they are really kind client, client corporator or like myself, I was just ambitious young man, I want to be successful. And uh, yeah I am successful, you know. But is that gonna fill my empty heart? Huh? Oh no, you know. The two Success is knowing God's will and uh, to really know your eternal destiny. You know, the Bible teaches what we become Christian, first our sins are forgiven. And then we we'll have a purpose for living. And we'll have eternal home in heaven. I'm a businessman. That's the best deal you could get. Firstly, it costs you nothing, but it costs Christ everything. He is Son of God come here down the cross for you and me so I want to put things in perspective you know some of p- kids in the college they try to get a degree master or or PhD or some of a uh, entry pro they try to work 12 hours 14 hours a day try to be successful or some are factory workers they try to make a living you know pay the bills keep the roof on food on the table and so it's a hard living life is not that easy but Again, all come to the scripture is be content what you have. If you have a food, clothes, you'll be content. You know, last month I told my family, I said, if we have a power and water, we'll be content. <laughs> you know, when we have no power, no water, you realize, wow, you know, how little it takes for us to be happy and content. I have a friend come over and just, can I take a shower, hot shower in your house? Yeah, come on. When you don't have to take a shower for three, three days, how do you feel, you know? We're if more than convenient, we don't go to the toilet. I remember in China in the countryside, we just to dig a hole, you know, that's our toilet. We don't have, you know, I remember there was 80 years ago in China, they had newspaper, that say, what is the big, your dream, uh, this was 1920s, The biggest dream you have uh, is, you know, uh, people all come with all kind of solution. One of the people win the top prize is, I say, I hope one day I can have a flush toilet. (laughs) That's all I want, you know. I remember I was in Providence, North Island. There was an old hotel. There was sign over there, you know, in 1920s. They say, this hotel has AC. I was 20. If you live in a hotel with AC, you know it's all relative. People, I think the material we are, you know, in America we got so comfortable, folks. We got AC. We got uh, fancy cars. Everywhere you go, you know, powers, electricity. You know, that's why the kids stay all night. Social media. You know, it's all that. Uh, all the technology and the convenience. We. Gotta get back to basics, be content what we have. What do we have? Food and clothes, we gotta be content. And just basic things, how little would it take? You know, I think this month, uh, last month is, uh, we got this power outage. It's such a sober reminder, you know, how vulnerable things are. I was wondering, I would just have a thought when that happened. You will have World War III happen. Our enemy come to lock out the power, what happened? Our country will be chaotic. It doesn't matter, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. everybody will be so vulnerable. You know, you're wrong for your life, wrong for shelter. I mean, this. We, we're not in the war here. I don't know if this country has what to take to win World War III. You know, we have two, fight two wars, you know. So then America triumphed in World War II. We've become so soft. You know, our leadership is, This you know, this. I always wanted to look at what conquest. Look at White House, is this what this country can provide? You know, mm-hmm. anyway, I wanna just challenge you and I challenge myself every day, keep it simple, get it back to basic, you know, and the life can be so, so simple, so happy, and uh, so free of joy, if we have Christ as the center of our life, love our family, and love our brotherhood, that's what churches are about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Boy, I, I, do I preach
0: a sermon or yeah. <laughs> you preached a good sermon. man. Well, well we're short on time, and uh, we could go on for hours, Louie. I really appreciate you being here, and you touched my heart today, and so oh, I know you. you have touched many, many hearts. I can definitely tell the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. was with us and that He has spoken. He has spoken through you, and... Uh, I just pray uh, this morning, anybody that might be listening, to take the words that Louis spoke at heart and know it to be truth. And uh, there again, if uh, if if somebody's listening to this and would like to invite Jesus in their heart and just want somebody to pray with them to do that, if you know Louis, he would be glad to. I would be glad to. John David uh, and our hey, Mom, Pastor Chris at student, our church.
1: Can we just... Uh give a little short invitation because people driving or they listen to this or watch they can just pray, you know, accept Christ. You go right ahead. I just want to, you know, somebody watching, I don't know where you are, you might be in Minnesota South Dakota or wherever, you know, these days social media maybe in China, you know, and I am just come to you as, as someone who love America and who love Jesus. Also, you know, I pray God will communicate through me and say, I love you too, you know. Can you just, if you drive, I want you to stop for a minute or if you in the middle of something, just ask yourself, why I'm here? What's the purpose I'm living? You know, like I say, two basic questions I ask my kids is why I'm here, what's the purpose? And second, what I'm grateful about. And I like to just give invitation. If you have not, uh, if you, like a Billy Graham said, if you have not absolutely sure you be in heaven if something happened to you you know and uh, i want you to just pray a simple prayer and the bible say whoever call the name of the lord shall be saved if you could just follow me and uh have a just have a short prayer and ask the lord to come to your heart if you just follow it uh, in your uh in your heart i'm gonna pray a prayer oh lord jesus thank you lord uh, you are our savior and uh and uh I just come to you even uh, today is the day and I want to invite you Jesus come to my heart to be my Lord and Savior and uh, I want to commit acknowledge I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself but you die on the cross take my sin away so I want to place my faith in you Come to be my Lord. Help me to the best of my ability to follow you, uh, to live life that honor you. May your Holy Spirit be my teacher. Uh, may the word of God be my guide so I can live life, a meaningful life, not empty life, to follow you, to glorify you and, uh, in this short journey of life. And uh, when I'm down here, and uh, God, you take me home and to be with you forever. And enjoy that perfect fellowship with you. Thank you, Lord, for give me and whoever pray that security. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.